Welcome back to the Humans of James River podcast. This is episode three, season five. Woo! <laughs> uh, today we have another special guest. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yes, I'm ready. Hi, my name is Jalen Pritchett, also known as Michael Jackson Jr. around the school. I have just turned 17 years old, and I am now officially a senior. Yay. <laughs> Very exciting. You're all seniors here. All right. So, like, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Like, what do you, what do, you do? What are your interests, kind of, I guess? Um, I'd say my professions, I would classify myself as a free range entertainer. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a couple of acts here and there, um, mostly focusing on freestyle choreography, which is what I, mo- I'd say I major in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry for if I'm like laughing. Like, no, I'm like, no, we love laughing. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's okay. Okay. Um, also I like to do. Uh, voice acting. That's um, so cool. Yeah, I can, I'd uh, go on certain apps on my phone to like, I like to entertain people. I like to sing. I sometimes do that. Dance, apparently I can't do that because it's like, <laughs> it's virtual. But um, mostly I have a lot of power with my voice. So I would love to like try to, well, while I'm here, while I'm here on this earth, I want to like leave a footprint with not only my dancing skills, but also my voice. I love that. That's so beautiful. Are you in chorus? Um, yes, I've been taking it for <laughs> basically all my life now. So. Oh, wow, that's so amazing. That's great. Um, how has your high school experience been so far? Have you enjoyed it? Have you? I'd say it's pretty good, I guess. Um, <laughs> First year, I, that's when COVID hit. I was currently in Meadowbrook. Um, shout out to them. It was very, very great school. Very great people. Uh, very rowdy. I can definitely say that. And um, during COVID, it like definitely took a toll on me. And I guess ev- definitely everybody else has taken a toll, especially for the seniors that are gra- that graduated during COVID. Oh, God, I still remember that. <laughs> anyway, um, came here, uh, moved, I believe, after, um, after the summer of officially graduating Meadowbrook as a quote-unquote freshman. Um, joined James River soft, my sophomore year, and it's been fun ever since. I've made very, very great memories. And now I'm known around the school as Michael Jackson, and they're still wanting more. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, I literally love that so much. Can you, like, go in a little bit more of depth about, like, your whole Michael Jackson journey and how you kind of, like, made this persona at the school and everything like that? Um, sure, actually. Um, I've been into dance ever since I was three years old, and, um... Michael Jackson has really taken a toll on me and my family. I've took most of my I've took most of Michael's skills and tried to perfect them into my own skill. I'd say I like to perform more hip hop based. Like um, I'd say the people at my time that I've learned from was um, uh, Fiction, Key to the Great, and a uh, favorite group of all time, the Jabberwockies. Mm-hmm. So during my time. Like three when I was three until I'd say 
middle school, I've been a freestyle and pop lock and type person, uh, type person <laughs> in dance. But I really, when I first came to James River and heard of the Black History Month assembly, I decided that to take Michael Jackson as a way to go because he's been an inspiration in my life ever since I was child, ever since I was a child. Still, I don't know why. <laughs> when I was a uh, funny story, I was, when I was like three, six years old, they had in um, during MTV, they introduced um, Thriller as, you know, the hit selling album for the past couple of years now. And they released the music video and it was live on MTV. And for some reason, I got scared when everybody started turning into zombies. <laughs> I remember running into my room and just started bawling out. <laughs> oh but um, funny, uh, cool thing. But it was actually a very, very fun experience diving deep into his life, his lifestyle, the way um, he presented himself and um in the music industry and leaving the footprint which we all still remember as him today um hopefully because i was going to talk to dr volker about doing something for halloween i wanted to do uh my take on the thriller dance oh wow and um currently still in development i just have to see if dr volker can get the thing underway so we can hopefully do it on halloween that would be so Matt, cool. I would oh, love to see that. Yeah. That's so, that's so The fun. first time I watched you, was that, was the first time you performed at the Black History Assembly uh, last year or was it? Yeah, it was last year. All right. Yeah, because that was the first, everyone went crazy. I, I have videos on my phone. I, gosh, that was such a, were you there? I don't think I was there. I wasn't allowed to go. Yeah, certain teachers went, but I just remember that so well. That was great. I would classify myself, especially that day, was like, <laughs> I felt like I was an actual celebrity. <laughs> you know, honestly, you kind of are like an in-school celebrity. Like, Sarah and I were talking to some of our classmates about, oh, we have to film an episode today and everything. And they were like, oh my gosh, who is it with? We were like, oh, it's with Jalen, like the guy, Michael Jackson. Like, it's with Michael Jackson. They were like, no oh way! My gosh, oh, that's so cool! <laughs> so, like, uh, you definitely are, like, a celebrity with it's like Mark Rapp 2.0, but yeah. instead of like yeah. school spirit. Definitely respect to Mark He did it first. <laughs> he definitely did it first. But it's kind of weird saying that I am a celebrity. And especially with that particular day, like most of everybody thought it was like a play off of a joke. <laughs> and until it was only until the performance where everybody actually experienced what I felt I like to express my emotions through dance mm -hmm. and especially with the Black History Month assembly. Fun fact, I actually cried after I went off. Oh my really? gosh. Yeah, because I did not expect everybody to like it oh. that much. <laughs> and now the video is apparently still getting views on the, um, the James River Rapids football page. Mm -hmm. Because uh, I was playing football during the time I was, I was doing that particular type of thing, and uh, it still shocks me to this day that people still remember me from last year as being Michael Jackson, not just me, like the, I'd say, anti-socially awkward but still outgoing person. 
but they remember me as what I'm not only talented in, I'm grateful that the grateful gift that God bestowed upon me, which was expressing my ways through singing and dancing. It's very, it's very surreal and I love every second of it. That is amazing. That's so good. I love that. Uh, when did you get into dancing? Have you been into dancing your whole life? or? Yeah, when I um, started with ballet classes when I was like three, it was ballet and tap dancing. And then I started to get into more hip hop-ish dances by the time I turned like, I believe five or six. And that's when I started to like get into like um, actual break dancing, like Jabberwocky style type break dancing. <laughs> You know, like the head spins and all of that. <laughs> Let's just say I have had a lot of headaches doing it. Really? Wow. But um, I'd say elementary school and middle school, I've grown out of it and started learning how hard I can push my physical, my physical abilities in my body. And I'd say more like, Key to the Great would probably be the best example of how I'd like present myself as dancing. Um, Cause I'm usually the pop lock guru. I can move. I, I <laughs> it's very, it's very funny that people say that I cannot physically walk. I'm gliding on the floor. <laughs> and I think it's pretty fun seeing other people's reactions. And especially, hopefully, during um, this year's homecoming dance, I can hopefully bring it, hopefully turn it up like the way that I want it to. Oh, yeah. I bet. That would be great. <laughs> oh, so cool. So kind of just like with your performing overall, I know like especially for people who kind of have like confidence issues or just like more shy and like secluded, do you think that like performing specifically, especially – like in front of a bunch of people, do you think it's like giving you any like specific strengths or anything like that? Yes, I can definitely say that, especially during the Black History Month assembly. I'll tell that story a lot because I didn't, I honestly didn't want to do it because I was afraid of how people would judge me mm -hmm. because um, the road that I'm going, I want to actually pursue dancing as a career. And they apparently... The way that I want to go about it, they said it is like a very, very slim chance, but I do want to actually, I don't want to just like put it off to the side and like work like a, like a regular job. I want to actually make dancing my life because that's what I chose to do back when I was little. Ugh, man, it's, it's definitely complicated. And I'd say for the people that like want to, they have that potential in them, but they're just like holding it back because of other people's judgment. I'd say break out of that. It's, I'd say it doesn't matter what people think. You do what you want to do and you're happy about it. So just either you can present it or you can just push it to the side and want, and wonder how people will think about it if you actually were to bring it out. And I'd say push that second one towards the side and actually go out because it's either go in or go. It's either go all in or go home for me. It's definitely kind of, I'd say, ooh. <laughs> um, back to the um, 
the uh, Black History Month assembly, there was a lot of people cheering. I was looking into the crowd and noticed there were way too many people than I expected. I thought it was just going to be like, cause like at least two, three or four classes. And apparently almost the entire school was there. And being like in that moment, I was like very nervous because as soon as the music plays, it's either I freeze and just don't do anything. And I <laughs> I'd have to like take a breather if I'm going to like, it's going to give me, it's going to like take me a couple of minutes to like get myself prepared. But as soon as that music hit, I just let it all go. And as you can tell, everyone loved it. That's so cool. That's just great. That's almost just like such a beautiful like analogy for life. Like once the music starts, just like let it go and do your thing. Mm -hmm. I love that so much. I love that you want to keep dancing like in the future. I know so many people who have passions and like interests all throughout kind of childhood and high school. And then once once they graduate, they're like, oh, now it's time to get a real job. Now it's time to go into business and get like a nine to five. And I think that's so sad, especially if you have a passion, like, aside from that, people just think that there's no way of doing it outside of high school sometimes. And I love that, like, do, do you have any plans? Like, do you know kind of what route you want to go down? Or is it just, yeah, you can figure like, it out? for, like, the entire point of view, I'd say I do want to, like, pursue in college, hopefully, to hopefully find a major in what I'm great at, but still having a sustainable lifestyle, like not, but not like working a nine to five. I want to start like investing, hopefully maybe even building my own company. Cause there you have to have, cause there's a key difference to following your passion. If one thing, if like your passion doesn't work, you have to find a way to get yourself back up so you can at least be financially, physically, and emotionally stable. Because sometimes your passions can take everything out of you. And I've learned that through um, through um, other artists' experiences, uh, Michael Jackson in particular. Um, he started out when he was like little, little, like at, almost mm -hmm. out the womb. <laughs> <laughs> So um, I definitely say that um, I'd say that there is a future if God hopefully brings me to that path and leads me through it. I'd say that there is a path of me taking dancing into a whole different level, uh, hopefully in the future. So, yeah. Specifically for just like people who are kind of like they feel like they can't express themselves, whether like what they're passionate about, whether it be by like gender norms or just like they don't feel supported. Do you have any like advice for them and how they can kind of just like push past that? Hmm. If you are feeling as if you're not comfortable with expressing what you do and who you are, if it like, cause I'll definitely say in the, definitely in the music and dancing industry, they're not going to like you. Uh, there are always going to be people that hate on you for what you do, who you are, what you represent. But I'd say as me, in my opinion, I'd say 
start small. And then if you feel like you want to push yourself to the next level, do it. Don't your don't let your judgment cloud you from moving on to the next level because there is potential in everybody. They just have to realize it and push it forward. Life is like, it's, I'd say it's like a game of chess. You have to play, you have to play it correctly, but also there is ways that you can step beyond your boundaries and push yourself towards the top. It only takes a matter of self-discipline, courage, and effort. That's the three things that can definitely, it can make you from being, I'd call, I wouldn't say it because it's kind of like offensive. So like being a nobody from becoming, to coming a, to a somebody. That's what mm-hmm. I, that's how I would put it, yes. But you were talking about like different artists and kind of um, how they influenced you and stuff like that. And you can totally touch on Michael again if you want to, but um, not only just like artistically, like with people and their music and stuff like that, but is there like uh, artists that you've taken kind of like their maybe like their ethics or like kind of their morals and it kind of like helped you, like you just like implemented them into your life and it kind of helped you in a way? Um, yeah, I'd say that. Well, three people, when I hear that question, I'd say three people come to mind. Um, sadly, all three of them are not with us. Michael Jackson, the late and great Tentacion, who started out as a boy from the streets and made his way to the top by doing what he loves to do. And another person that's um, not here with us, um, let's say Tupac Shakur. Even though his, his life has definitely been rough, but he made it. Um, with those three people in general, they all had, they all figured out what they wanted to do at a young age. And those were the, those were the people that really influenced me because they actually did it. And I feel like more people can lead on to it and hopefully take the steps that I'm trying to take in what they took and push it and try to be remembered. That's what, that was my, like my basic like goal. I wanted to like, before I leave this earth, I wanted to leave a footprint on my life, the way that, the way my life was constructed and hopefully leave a famous footprint. So where I'm remembered like five, 10, 15 years from now. So I'd say definitely people know about these famous people and what they've done, how they've sadly left us and the footprints that they've left with us to cherish, especially with rappers, singers, dancers, people that are so young can be taken from us in the blink of an eye without, (laughs) Jesus, without probable cause or motion. Um, Something that I, I heard you mention earlier that you played football. Yes, I have. That, I feel like there has been like a kind of, what's like a stereotype that 
it's, I don't know, this might be stupid, but like, oh, football people can't dance. Like, football players can't dance. Like, what have you experienced with that? Um, I'd say I disagree with well, that yeah, statement. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> so, what's your favorite Michael Jackson song? Ooh, that's definitely a tough one, to be honest. Because there is a lot of Michael Jackson songs that I listen to, mm-hmm. but um, probably... A song that I would definitely come back to would be either Human Nature or um, Heaven Can Wait. Mm. Is there like a specific reason or just like the sound of them? Um, There's a way that I like to enjoy music. Not only do I have to listen to it and like hear it, I like to connect to it on like a spiritual level. So I'd say both of those songs connect to me because both of those songs hold memories within me and I like to listen to them to like not only remember them but to feel like I'm still there it's like a escape to be honest did you um like happen to like grow up in like a musical house because I know that my love for music has come from my mother being just so like she loves music and that's what, how she implemented it in my life. Yeah, I've definitely grown into like a musical home. My, my, um, I classify him as my stepfather, but he's my dad. My dad is a rapper. Um, my mom, I believe, she raps sometimes with my dad. She has a beautiful singing voice. She just doesn't know it. <laughs> and uh, she can definitely, she's definitely... She was probably, besides my grandmother and my aunt, those were the people that really brought me into music. And especially, like, I classify myself as the old soul because I like to listen to, like, old hip-hop, old R&B, all that good shit. (laughs) I like to classify myself as the old soul, and I'd say coming from a musical family, it's... Pretty, it's pretty cool seeing what new stuff I could bring into the house, especially when I introduced my family to K-pop like months ago, and they're still adapting to it. I have told them that I wanted to actually become a K-pop idol, but I feel like if I were to make it, I would. it would be... Actually, it would be pretty cool being not only because my mom would say, I actually told my mom about it and tell the rest of my family because I like, I'd say my mom would probably be the person that I would talk to the most because she can connect. She can not only tell me the truth, but she can connect with me and see what possible, what possible things could happen. But there is a defiance against it because sometimes the world doesn't like to accept what people do and me becoming me wanting to become a black k-pop idol people say that it's definitely not possible and i'd say keep believing keep believing because i think it's possible and i think i would like to be that person to break out of that stage of being not like 
I would rather like be like a rapper, like an American rapper, American singer, American dancer. I'd rather take something that's not born and raised in the good old USA and move to somewhere where people don't expect someone like me to do things that are destined for them. Oh God, I feel like I'm rambling right now. No, but it's no, okay. no, no. I think that's kind of what I want to base myself upon. Besides like, if that dream doesn't work, I would want to be an actor or surprisingly enough, a professional wrestler specifically for the WWE or the AEW or AEW, which people think that it's not attainable, but if you put in the time and effort and those people see it, it could happen. Yeah. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. Definitely. Thank you so much yeah. for coming on and sharing just your whole life and your experiences. It's incredible. Yeah. Do you Mine have like pleasure. any any last, last words? words? That's Sounds like it. <laughs> what are your last words? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Coming soon to a theater near you, the humans of JRHS podcast. <laughs> Definitely be be fun, be awesome to everyone out there listening. It's great to live. It's great to live, and definitely have fun with your life. You only have one. Just live, just live it out. Just live it out. 